0: Hello again, this is World Pastor Tony Alamo. This is program number 729. If you'd like to have a copy of it, Sharon, I'll tell you how at the end of the program. Just let us know whether you want a CD or an audio tape. They're free, including all postage costs and handling costs. I've got strong messages here from uh, the Word of God for you. I've got music and letters. But right now, let's pray that the Lord, Father God, that you'll anoint this program in jesus name this message from you lord let it be from you every bit of it in the mighty name of jesus we'll give you all the praise the honor and the glory for the saving of souls and the strengthening of your body the church the new jerusalem the bride of christ lord our satan knows his time is short the blood of jesus be against him father The blood of Jesus against him, bind him as we bind him with your word, by preaching your word, and destroy all of his works, Father. He's full of rage. He knows that his time is short. So stop him, Father. Bind him even more than ever before, because he's going more and more crazy every day, uh, doing everything in his power to stop your work stop you here on earth lord let it be that your will is done on this earth as it is in heaven it will give you all the praise the honor the thanks and the glory and open up for opening up big and mighty and precious doors unto us in jesus name and everyone says amen amen okay one of the things that the lord says is for us to pray Uh, We should take everything to the Lord in prayer. And uh, there's a song here that I sing. It's called, How Long Has It Been? How long has it been since you really talked to the Lord? You went up and spoke to him for things that you have need of. All of us have needs, and we never ask the Lord. It's uh, You have not because you don't ask. Here I am to sing for you, How Long Has It Been?
1: you call him your friend. How long has has he been? Say, Since you knew that he
0: you. Praise the Lord! Yeah, if we pray, if we ask the Lord, He, uh, we talk to Him, ask Him for our needs. Lord, Satan is uh, doing everything that He can to destroy me. He's attempting to send me to prison. I uh, see this disease on me. I know I haven't been serving you, but Lord, I come to you now and I'm going to serve you if you'll heal me even if you don't heal me Lord I'll serve you and uh, but Lord, you said by your stripes I'm healed, and I, I believe that and uh, heal me now, Lord, and I'll serve you I'm going to serve you anyway but and on and on all the things you have need of the Lord will do it okay, we're in chapter 4 of Luke, and we're at verse 7. So the Lord uh, was filled with the Holy Spirit, and immediately he went into the wilderness. Spirit drove him there. I remember very much when I was first uh, saved that all kinds of weird things began happening to me, spiritual things, and I couldn't believe it. It was like a whirlwind of things and years went by so fast with all these um, different events that I became involved in that I'd never been involved with in my life, never even realized things like these happen. And here's the devil. Uh, he goes up on this uh, mountain, and the devil's talking to him just as he talks to everybody. Now, if he talks to Jesus, you know he's talking to you. People say, God told me to kill my children, God told me to go. Yes, sir. God told me to kill my children, so I drowned them in the bathtub, or I threw them out the window, I did something. To them. That is not God. That's the devil talking to you. He'll tell you that he is God, because everything that God has, Satan has an imitator. You have to know the Word in order to be able to know when it's the lord talking to you and when it's not the lord talking there's so many people that are getting involved in careers and all types of uh, miscellaneous distractions and uh, uh people don't realize that it's satan is putting them on that trip oh i had this dream that i'm going to be the best trumpet player in the world i'm going to be the best piano player the best guitar player i'm going to be the best boxer the wrestler the basketball player i'm being another Michael jordan instead of being another apostle paul uh what what means all this these things of the world the lord says love not the world and don't love the things that are in the world because everything that's in the world is lust to glorify yourself and the lord made us in his exact image and likeness so that uh, we would glorify God by allowing him to live in us and uh, work in us. And this is what it's all about. And so here, uh, God will test you. Uh, he uh, will test you for sure. He will not tempt you. If he's testing you, he'll allow Satan to tempt you maybe. Uh, he'll allow it to happen just like it happened with Job. Just as it happened with Jesus right here. Jesus, the son of the living God, God Almighty himself, Satan came to him, verse 7, and said, if thou, in other words, try to put some doubt in his mind, if thou therefore will worship me, all shall be thine. If thou be the son of God, if thou therefore will worship me, the devil, everything in this entire world will belong to you if you worship me i'll make you the best basketball football baseball bo- uh, player in the world or best boxer i'll make you a best hockey man you can ride a horse and all these things and then what happened to superman he fell off the horse and became paralyzed and finally died oh um, satan put him on a trip Sometimes people get begin to believe that they are super people. And we're not, we're made out of frail flesh, but he says, If thou therefore will worship me, everything that you want will be in the be thine. Like for instance, the people that uh, planted the dynamite, the federal government that planted the dynamite in the World Trade Center, they says uh, they have already made allegiance with Satan and says if you well, worship me, which means follow my directions, uh, keep my commandments. What will happen is you can rule the world because once you bomb and destroy uh, and send airplanes into that building over there, you'll start another world war. Uh, we'll blame it on Iraq if you'll follow me. In other words, you can lie and say it wasn't the president. It wasn't the FBI, it wasn't uh, all these people, it was the Muslims. It was the people in Iraq, these bearded ragheads. Um, So you see how I can make the world all, everything that is in the world be thine. I'll give it all to you, but see, the Lord knows that the world belongs to him. And the fullness thereof. And he is not a liar. He's not going to lie to you. And he's not going to, um, if you want to get into heaven, he won't allow you. If you follow his word, he will tell you that no liar shall enter the kingdom of heaven. And so all these people can hear these scriptures all the days of their lives. And they're still going to do what Satan tells them to do. They're going to keep his commandments. So he said, just worship me, fall down prostrate, prostrate before me and worship me. And everything that you want will be yours. Verse eight. And Jesus answered and said unto him, well, we're not supposed to answer the devil. Yes, you are. Resist the devil, resist Satan and he'll flee from you. So Jesus said, because he knows that he has the power in him. He was a human being, but he had the power of God inside of him. And he told him, uh, he's not afraid of him, because if God be with you, who could be against you? That's the devil and all of his imps. So he said to the devil, get thee hence. Get thee behind me, Satan, for it is written... And you should have, you must have the whole word of God so you can tell him, thou shalt worship the Lord thy God and him only shall thou, uh, serve. Well, why does Jesus say the Lord thy God? Well, it's simply because God created, uh, this being that was called Lucifer in heaven. And then he, uh, after he fell away from God, he thought he was once saved and he's always going to be saved no matter what he did, just like the Baptists and the Catholics do, and many other false religions. But the Lord threw him out of heaven. He had one of his angels to throw him out of heaven, and he's not saved any longer, nor are one-third of the angels in heaven saved any longer because the Lord had his angel throw them out of heaven, and they're on earth now. And um, when Christ came in the flesh, he he said, Oh boy, I've uh, destroyed the first two, and everyone on earth, and I can have this, if this is God in the flesh, and it is, he's in the flesh, and the flesh is weak. But he forgot the fact that Father God, the Holy Spirit, Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit was in him, and therefore, there's nothing that Satan can make you do if you have the whole Godhead in you, the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. And Jesus had the fullness of God in him. Get thee behind me, Satan, for it is written, because the word of God he gets on, no greater weapon to fight with than the word of God. Thou shalt, you shall do the worshiping and worshipping of me the Lord thy God and him which is me only shalt thou serve but you're not doing it and you're going to spend eternity in hell and it's coming up real soon Satan you're going to be feeling the pangs of hell and the lake of fire very soon it's all over with it's over verse 9 and he And he, Satan, brought Jesus, him to Jerusalem and set him on a pinnacle of the temple and said unto him, if, oh my God, he's going to put some doubt in Jesus' mind. If thou be the son of the living God, if thou be the son of God, cast thyself down, commit suicide, prove it to me. Cast thyself down from hence, from here. Verse 10. For it is written, He shall give His angels charge over thee to keep thee. Verse 11. And in their hands they shall bear thee up, lest at any time thou dash thy foot against a stone. Verse 12. So committed suicide, let's you know, try to you because God's not going to let you die. Thou shalt not surely die like he told Eve, but Jesus didn't go for that because God never said that he'd rescue you if you throw yourself off a building or if you drowned your children. You know from the word of God that you're not to murder anybody, including your babies in your womb to cut their little heads in pieces to drown your little children or to throw them out the window thinking that if I kill them then they'll be safe in heaven if their souls are not saved the babies they would be in heaven but you'll go to hell for it but if they are teenagers and you kill them and they've come to the age of accountability, and they've sinned, their souls are going to hell, they're not going to heaven, and you're going to be charged with murder, first degree murder, and be charged for sending somebody's soul to hell, not ever giving them an opportunity to um, opportunity to be saved. So Jesus answering said unto him. It is said it's written God said thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God so don't think that if you're skydiving and everything while you're praying saying see God you said that you know a bad thing it happened to you but if you're tempting the Lord it could happen to you I've seen people I've seen footage of people having cast themselves out of airplanes and the chute not opening Art Linkletter's daughter uh, stood up on a ledge of a building. Well, the devil said, if you really love me, I'm God. And if you really love me, jump to, and I'll take thee up in my arms, and thou shalt not dash thy foot against the pavement, against the sidewalk below. And she did it. And she died. A lot of you don't know who Art Linkletter was. He had a lot of major television programs there yeah, and he's very uh, famous but if you're my age or maybe 25 years younger you would know who he is but thou shalt not tempt the lord thy god Uh speeding 300 and some miles an hour that's tempting god folks bashing each other's heads in with boxing gloves that's that's tempting God because your lights could be put out and you'd say, well, Lord, I was boxing for you. That's your story. But the Lord says, don't tempt me because you're allowing somebody um, to punch your brains out and to knock your lights out too. And if you stand in front of me, you're not keeping my commandments. You're a witch. You disobey my commandments. You're not to tempt the Lord thy God. Oh, but everybody's doing it. They're jumping from airplanes and they're, uh, you know, uh, flying with these motorcycles over so many buses and everything. Some of our brothers met uh, Evel Knievel uh, in Hollywood on the streets, and he told them that he had broken every bone in his body. Well, I'm better than my dad. You're still tempting the Lord. He could have been killed on any of those jumps and verse 13 and when the devil had ended all the temptation remember what's so much about that he offered him the whole world um uh, well that isn't so much i could easily do that or is that right some young girl pretty girl shapely girl comes up to you on the street and says just come with me and i'll give you everything you won't you can't even handle that can you a uh, wicked person or some guy come up and say you look lonesome you're so pretty uh, Can you, you want to come and have a cup of coffee with me or can I buy you lunch or would you like to go for a ride somewhere some of your girls can't handle something like that somebody giving you some story and then you go with them and do what you know you're going to do And then all of a sudden, the guy says, I got an appointment now. It leaves you high and dry, and you've got that sin on your soul. Then what? Can you imagine? The Lord was tempted with every beautiful female on the face of this earth. Tempted with all the money. All the fine food all the luxurious palaces everything if he just worships just will follow satan's commandments if he'll stop being
1: restricted
0: you don't have to live a restricted life he told him come on now you know you're gonna turn everything in the world down well jesus says i own the world i own everything in the world right now and i um I want them to be fruitful and multiply, but I want them to be married. I could be comfortable, but I've chosen to be poor. Not so that you could have money, so that you could see my example. If it's necessary for you to be poor so that you can be humble and go to heaven, then let it be so. Because in heaven, every every richness that no man has ever seen belongs to you. It just happens to be the commonwealth of heaven. If you get sick, you're going to be healed here on earth. You're going to live a long life if you just keep the commandments of the Lord. But nothing is yours at all if you... Listen to Satan. What a hollow promise. Thou shalt not surely die. (laughs) People are still believing that lie. Jump out of the airplane. Thou shalt not die. And then all of a sudden when he's around halfway down. The chute doesn't open. And the actual parachute flies off of him. And then he decides to start screaming. It's too late. Verse 13, and when the devil had ended all the temptation, he departed from him for a season. Doesn't mean that he's not going to come back because he did come back for to kill him. Verse 14, and Jesus returned in the power of the Holy Spirit into Galilee and There went out a fame of him through the all the region roundabout. He became extremely famous. And I remember that when uh, Sue and I, God put Sue and I together, all of a sudden there's this spark of um, interest in us. And I couldn't believe it because nobody ever gravitated to me before to tell me anything pro or con. I kept to myself. I walked down the streets. I didn't know that anybody knew who I was. Didn't want them to know who I was. I was doing promotions for other people and other things, not promoting myself. I promoted Pete Best of the Beatles, uh, Sonny and Cher. All these people. I made Sonny and Cher number one in the world. For a while, now where Sonny ran into a tree and his soul went out and was judged, whatsoever he did for the Lord is the only thing that would be any gratification to him in eternity because when he stands before the Lord and says, so you want to be mayor? You want to sing little funny songs, you know? I got you, babe. Yeah, sure you do. Look at her. She's been with many other men since then. You don't have her. You don't have babe. First, and Sonny was a friend of mine. And, uh, I mean, it saddens me to know that he went out the way he did without Christ. Because his spirit came to me and said, Tony, help me. Help me, Tony. I said, I can't help you, Sonny. Uh, You you have to uh, get help from Jesus while you're alive. You have to call on him and ask him to live in you, and you have to live in him, in his word. Him is his word. Verse 15. And Jesus taught in their synagogues, being glorified of all. It wasn't glorified. Uh, of course, God was giving him all the glory and everything, but he was being glorified of all, and the Lord was glorifying God. Verse sixteen, and he came to Nazareth, where he had been brought up, and as a his custom was, um, he went into the synagogue. On the Sabbath day and stood up for to read. Verse 17 And there was um, delivered unto him the book of the prophet Esaias, Isaiah. And, changing pages here, when he had opened the book, He found the place where it was written, and he stated here, verse 18, The Holy Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has appointed, he has anointed or appointed me to preach the gospel, the truth, to the poor. And what, no one could be more poor. I don't care if you've got billions of dollars or trillions of dollars. If you don't have the gospel, you're poor. Because you could die tonight or a minute from now. And if you go out to meet the Lord and you don't have him, you're poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted. Did you lose a son or a daughter or a wife? or a loved one, a friend, and you're broken-hearted about that, if they were saved, they're in heaven, and that should heal your broken heart. You shouldn't mourn about somebody that went to heaven, because uh, if you saw heaven, you'd want to change places with them. You would never want them to be back here in this world. To preach deliverance to the captives. Uh, deliverance is uh, people that are on drugs. When the Spirit of the Lord enters into you, you're delivered from uh, illicit sex, filth, drugs, uh, homosexuality, lesbianism, uh, drunkenness, booze. So he lets the captive, he delivers the captives. Captives of who? Satan. And recovering of sight to the blind. Even if your eyes are blind, if you have spiritual sight, that's the best kind of sight to have. To set at liberty them that are bruised. Somebody is wounding you. You've been put in prison on false charges. You've been defamed People are using character assassination on you. The Lord delivers you from that. You don't even care any longer about that sort of stuff. Just to know you're saved is wonderful. To preach the acceptable year of the Lord. Verse 20 And he closed the book and he gave it again to the minister and sat down in the eyes of all them that were in the synagogue were fastened on him. Verse 21, And he began to say unto them, This day is this scripture fulfilled in your ears. Verse 22, And all bear him witness, and wondered at the gracious words which proceeded out of his mouth. And they said, is not this Joseph, uh, uh, Joseph's son? In other words, he's just one of us. I mean, who? what does he think he is? Verse 23, and he said unto them, Ye will surely say unto me this uh, proverb, Physician, heal thyself. Whatsoever we have heard done in Capernaum, Or Hume do also here in thy country. Verse twenty-four, and he said, "Verily, surely I say unto you, no prophet—I mean, no prophet—is accepted in his own country." So, if you think that you're going to win uh, your family, a lot of people just your own family turns against you because uh, they just don't believe that you could be anything because they're really not of the lord and they don't believe that uh, this could happen that somebody that they know and somebody in the family could never be selected by the lord but two of jesus's half brothers were saved and they actually have books in the bible jude Remember the book of Jude? Yes. And uh, who else? James. Who? Huh?
2: James.
0: Yes. James and Jude were half brothers of Jesus. Verse twenty-five. But I tell you of a truth. Many widows were in Israel in the days of Elias, when the heaven was shut up three years. And six months, three and a half years, when great famine was throughout all the land. Verse 26, but unto none of them was Elias sent, save unto uh, Sarepta, a city of Sidon, unto a woman that was a widow." verse 27 and many lepers were in Israel in the time of Elisha the prophet and none of them was cleansed saving Naaman the Syrian verse 28 and all they in the synagogue where they heard those things uh were filled with wrath. Who is this guy? Verse 29. And rose up and thrust him out of the city and led him unto the brow of the hill whereon their city was built. See, Nazareth is that way, right on top of a mountain, right on the top, and there's a big fall off there. That they might cast him down headlong. Verse 30. But he passing through the, the midst of them went his way. Verse 31. And came down to Capernaum, a city of Galilee. It's right there on the Sea of Galilee. And taught them on the Sabbath days. Verse 32. And they were astonished at his doctrine, for his word was with power. Verse 33, And in the synagogue there was a man which had a spirit of an unclean devil, and cried out with a loud voice, saying, Let us alone. What have we to do with thee, thou Jesus of Nazareth? At um, Art thou come to destroy us? I know thee who thou art, the Holy One of God. Verse 35, And Jesus rebuked him. You know, during the time when Sue and I uh, started over at Carlos Avenue, that was our first church, it was a former dope den, And the dopers asked us to come there and preach the gospel to them. And um, we did. I I gave my testimony, and Susie preached the gospel and prayed them all through. Everyone, that place was packed out. It was a dope den. We wouldn't go over there until they flushed all the drugs down the toilet. And then when uh, a lot of them got saved... There were a few baddies in there, bad people. And they knew, they knew that God had his hand on us and that we were going to do something big. And so they said, he said, before they told our piano player, Brian Bing, before uh, they become big, get out of here, get out of this church. Because these people are going to be big. And you don't want to be associated with them. And try to get them out. The neighbors kept coming to Sue and myself, telling them, These people are drug addicts. Uh, you people are nice people. You, you're naive and they're using you. You don't know these dopers. But we see, we knew the Lord. And we knew that the dopers were getting saved. And we knew it without a doubt. And they were getting filled with the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And, re, uh, and uh and so there's so many devils in this world that are in people and they need to have these devils cast out. and that's why uh, if you know you have a demon that if you keep that demon in you you're going to go to hell and now it's become a fashionable thing for people to say, "Well, I have a devil, I have this devil, I have that devil and so on so. I wouldn't brag about it you're not even ashamed of it. My, my, my. You you think it's fashionable to say, I have this devil. Well, I have this devil that won't let me stop smoking. Well, uh, ask Jesus to come into your heart and strike that devil out of you. Or I have this homosexual demon. I have this lesbian demon. I have a demon of fornication and adultery. I'm a whoremonger. I'm a liar. I'm a thief those demons will be cast out of you if you ask the Lord. Verse 35, And Jesus rebuked him, saying, Hold thy peace. I have power and dominion over every devil in, uh, uh, in hell and on uh, out in the airways. Hold your peace and come out of him. And when the devil had th- torn him in the midst He came out of him and hurt him not. Get out of him, Satan, you filthy weasel. I have better words than that. You devil out of hell. And and verse 36, they were all amazed. And spoke among themselves, saying, What a word is this? For with authority and power he commandeth the unclean spirits. And they come out. They have to obey him. Don't you know that everything in the universe, the entire ocean, has to obey him? If the Lord says, Birds fall from the sky dead, they have to. He's the commander of all spirits. He's the commander over his universe. The universe is not bigger than him. People worship the sun, the moon, the stars. They always worship the ocean. They worship the earth. The earth worshipers, oh, they chant and uh, God despises that. So repent of that. Verse 37. And the fame of him went out into every place of the country round about, and he arose out of the synagogue and entered into Simon's house. See, I've been there at Capernaum, and I was there in the you know the ruins of where he was preaching that day, and I saw Simon Peter's house doesn't have a roof on it anymore it's like eating up, but it's all made out of stones there are many other houses like that around and about and Simon's wife's mother so uh, Peter had a wife well don't you know that popes don't have wives uh, Peter wasn't a pope <laughs> uh, he's the only one that really has a wife or it's stated that he had a wife in those days So he was there with his mother-in-law. Simon's wife's mother was taken with a great fever, and they besought him for her to come in and heal her. And he stood over her and rebuked the fever, just like he did the waves and the wind, and it left her. Because he's the power over everything that he created. And immediately she arose and ministered unto them. Verse 40. Now when the sun was setting, all they that had any sick, with diverse diseases, all kinds of diseases, all manner of diseases, brought them unto him, and he laid his hands on every one of them and healed them. Every one of them. He went from city to city and healed every sick person in the city. Now that's power, friends. Can you do that now? Verse 41. You can do that if the Lord is living in you and working in you. That's the kind of word, what part of the kind of work he lacks to do. Verse 41. And devils also came out of many crying out and saying, Thou art the Son, Christ, the Son of God. And he rebuked, he rebuking them, suffered them not to speak. For they knew that he was Christ. They knew that he was the Messiah. Verse 42, even the devils know it. Why don't you? Are you worse than devils? Verse 42, and when it was day, he departed and went into a desert place. And the people sought him and came unto him and um, stayed him that he should not depart from them. Don't go, Jesus. We're sick. Well, my uh, little boy died here. Raise him from the dead. They knew who he was. Verse 43. And he said unto them, I must preach the kingdom of God to other cities also, for therefore am I sent. Verse 44. And he preached in the synagogues of Galilee, chapter 5. And it came to pass that as the people pressed upon him to hear the word of God, he stood by the lake of Gennesaret, which is actually the Sea of Galilee. Now, Chennesaret is the same as Kenareth, or the Sea of Galilee. It's all one and the same. Verse 2, And saw two ships standing by the lake, but the fishermen were gone out of them, and were washing their nets. And he entered into one of the ships, which was Simon's, and prayed him, that he would thrust out a little from the land and he sat down and taught the people out of the ship and you can see exactly where that is because there's a dock over there just a little past Peter's house you can see the whole sea, and you can see the big mountain on the right where Jesus went up to pray it's the only one around verse 4 Now when he had left speaking, he said unto Simon, Launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a draught. Verse 5. And Simon answered said, answering said unto him, Master, we have toiled all the night and have taken nothing. Nevertheless, At thy word, I will let down the net. Verse 6. And when they had uh, thus done, or when they had done this, they enclosed a great multitude of fishes and their net break. Verse 7. And they beckoned unto their partners, which were in the other ship, That they should come and help them. And they came and filled both the ships so that they began to sink. Verse 8. When Simon Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus' knees, saying, Depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. Now to a fisherman, that is a major miracle. Verse nine: For he was astonished, and all that were with him, at the drought of the fishes which they had taken. Verse ten: And so was also James and John, the sons of Zebedee, that which were partners with Simon. And Jesus said unto Simon, Fear not. Don't be afraid of this. From henceforth thou shalt catch men. You'll be fishers of men. All right, now in verse 11. And when they had brought their uh, ships to land, they forsook all and followed him. And that's what people have to get to today. When you start believing the gospel, you're going to see miraculous things happen. And the Lord's command is to forsake the earth, the world, and follow him. Deny yourself. Take up the cross now and follow me. That's his command. Verse 12. And it came to pass when he was in a certain uh, city, behold, a man full. Of leprosy who uh, seeing Jesus fell on his face and besought him saying Lord if thou wilt thou canst make me whole thou can make me clean verse 13 and he put forth his hand and touched him Jesus stretched forth his hand and touched him saying I will be thou clean and immediately the leprosy departed from him. And right now it's time to read the letters. And where's the first one from?
2: From Accra, Ghana, Africa.
0: Okay, uh, let's uh, hear it.
2: Dear Pastor Lomo, thank you very much for your compliment about the testimony we sent to your ministry, and especially when you told me that you have aired our letter on your program number 660. Also, I would like you to publish it in your newsletters for other people to see how powerful your literature is and also how they are changing lives here in Ghana. Also I would like to receive a copy of that CD. As I told you in my first letter, most of the youth here have a strong desire to study the Word of God and to read more of your literature. And most of them too are desperately in need of a Holy Bible to read. Since most of them are youth, they don't have enough money to buy their personal Holy Bibles to read. So I am pleading with you to help our ministry with 60 copies of the Holy Bible and more of your literature for distribution to the lost souls here who have the desire to read more about our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. With these materials we can raise the roof of the kingdom of God high and cause the angels in heaven to, con- to continue rejoicing for the many souls that are won for Christ every day through your literature. To end it all, I would like to say I saw some people wearing Alamo T-shirts in your newsletters, and I would like to plead with you that in the future I would like to buy five pieces to distribute to my family and co-distributors.
0: We don't sell anything, my friend. We just give. That's the way Christianity is. The Lord gave to the disciples the bread, and the disciples gave it to the multitude, and they all did eat. Over 5,000 men and not including women and children. True Christians never take, they give. Okay, that's one good way you can tell if they're real for real Christians. Then what?
2: Yours in Christ, Reverend Abdullah from Ofankor, Akragona.
0: Okay, send him everything that he asked for. All right, then what else? Then from Roanoke, Texas. Oh, wait, how many minutes we have? Five. Okay. We're out of time, so we'll read the one from Roanoke, uh, Texas, uh, on the next program. But right now it's time to pray. And, um, you know, there's so many miracles, so many miracles. Uh, the Lord can put forth his hand and uh, touch you if you have faith. These people that came up to him and asked for healing, uh, they says, heal me. I, I believe you can do that. I believe that by, uh, I didn't, he didn't even know the scriptures, by my stripes you were healed. But you know it, and then you still don't have faith. Those of you that are sick and afflicted have faith in uh, believing Jesus. First of all, get your soul saved, and then receive your healing. Say to the Lord, I want to be healed. Uh, please heal me. And he says, I will. It's simple. Be thou clean, be thou healed, and immediately you will be. So say this prayer that you can receive these wonderful benefits of the kingdom of God. All right. Say, my Lord and my God, have mercy upon my soul, a sinner. I believe that Jesus Christ is the son of the living God, and I believe that He died on the cross and shed his precious blood for the forgiveness of all my former filthy sins. And I believe that you, Father, raised Jesus from the dead by the power of the Holy Spirit. I open the door of my heart and I invite you into my heart, Lord Jesus. Wash all my former filthy sins away in the precious blood that you shed for me. You will not turn me away, Lord Jesus, Holy Father, Holy Spirit. You will save my soul, I know, because your word says so. Your word says all who call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Therefore, I know that you have heard me, and I know you have answered me, and I know that you have saved my soul. And I thank you, Lord Jesus, for saving my eternal soul. Now just raise your hands up and praise and thank the Lord. Glory and praise him and give him all the praises. And share and tell our listening audience how they can receive a copy of this program, number 729. It's free of charge. Let us know whether you want a CD or an audio tape. Go to
2: alamoministries.com or write to Tony Alamo Christian Ministries, P.O. Box 6467 Texarkana, Texas 75505 or call
0: area code 479-782-7370. That's 479-782-7370 or fax to area code 479-782-7406. Praise the Lord. This is World Pastor Tony Alama saying. Tune in tomorrow for another pray. You know, a lot of people have um, heard the gospel so much, but they have. There's a different uh, meaning. A lot of people have uh, told you the wrong things about the gospel, so don't think uh, to say, "I know, I know, I know." I've heard it. But don't do that. Tune in tomorrow to hear more. This is myself singing. Onward, Christian soldiers. Keep carrying the faith. Don't get bored, but be full of zeal.
1: National attention has been focused on banner headlines proclaiming Christians are being kidnapped, tortured, committed to mental institutions, accused of brainwashing and mind control. Arise, Christian America. The King is coming. Hold fast. The day of the Lord is here. Onward Christian soldiers Marching as to war With the cross of Jesus Going on before Christ the royal Master Leads Against the Foe Forward Into Battle See His banners Go Onward Christian Soul as true one.